You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast, where we are regarded to as the starting five. We are powered by the Bench Podcast Network, and we are sponsored by Overtime Heroics Memphis. wannabe winners what do you mean by wannabe winner what's a wannabe winner well apparently kentucky fans uh want to be winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's simple you you want to oh, be a winner you yeah. want to be a winner that's what well, that's a shout out to everybody who voted on the brackets um yeah that we put out about the uh college best college basketball winners me they uh well Best teams not to win championship in NBA and college, 6-2000. Yeah. And I chose 2000 because of my age, basically. I didn't start watching ball until 99, 2000. <laughs> That's fine. That's I cool. I didn't want to uh, try and do it back to the 80s and we didn't <laughs> really nah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, anyway, go down top of this. First, we'll go over the first bracket with the college basketball. Um, after that, would you rather game? Let me bring that. Segment back after that, we'll go over the NBA brackets. Then we'll go over the NFL and pick our free agency winner. Then end with the L of the month for the month of March. So, but before we start, how have y'all been this quarantine? Bored. <laughs> Aside from being bored occasionally, I've been all right. So, I mean, I recently I bought um, MLB The Show, the most recent baseball game that came out on PlayStation early this week. Played it last night and was on it till like two in the morning. Didn't even know. Yeah. Uh, I was on on that chunk that long. So hey, it is what it is. Yeah, if I if I can be positive about it, it's it's been good for me just because um, it's allowed me to uh, just kind of take a step back and, and chill, be at the house more. Um, of course, y'all know the baby's on the way, so um, doing whatever I can to save, make sure I'm the, I have the right mindset for when the baby gets here. So. If I can be positive about it, um, it's it's been good for me. But I forgot what the outside look, looks like. I don't know. I hadn't been on three eighty five in like three weeks. So, <laughs> so other than that, it's been good. Uh, for me, it's been pretty uh, pretty good, pretty chill. Of course, I'm not DJing as much, but I did get challenged to go uh, live uh, the other day by a friend. So I got like an hour mix on that one. So if y'all got a chance, you know, go look me up, Seven McInnes on Facebook, and I'll be probably doing it again tomorrow. 
So I'll be doing. Oh, that's uh, what's up. Lot, I, I be doing a lot more Facebook lives. One is it, it was a good way to just relieve a lot of stress, but for two, you know, it just I don't know. It was just a fun feeling, not you know, just being in my own zone and not having to take requests <laughs> from people. Yeah, unless unless you know you commented, but other than that, man, it's been it's been chill, 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 chill. I miss I miss y'all, boys. So I tell you that. Yeah. Facts. Definitely, definitely. Uh, y'all ain't got kids, so y'all know what the real life is like. <laughs> <laughs> in quarantine, in when you got to fake a nap or something like that. But you now it's been it's been well, man. It's been what God has has granted me. I wanted time with my son and help my son learn, and I got it. Um, and so that's huge to me. But also, man, I want my, my I want to go back to work too. I want to be outside. Heard somebody's bird chirping in the background. Um, you know, you just take a lap to Kroger and you, you, you gotta wear all this stuff and take the stuff off. It's just, it's just what life yeah. is going to be like afterwards. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a lot of questions for me, but for right now, I'm just going to enjoy being able to get up every morning and be blessed to have that and the opportunity to have a check come still, uh, with everything that's Amen. going on. Amen. Amen. Y'all know I've been in the process of moving into our house. So this has actually been Congrats. a blessing in disguise for us. Appreciate it. It's been a blessing Congrats. in disguise for us uh, because we we can move during the day and not at night. So and we still get paid. So that's good. So working from home is kind of giving us cabin fever, uh, but at the same Ooh, time, it's, yes. making this, it's making this moving process much more smooth. So by this month, we'll be done and we'll be settled in. So and then, like she said, this is kind of the new normal right now with being at home all day, but you know, you, you take the good with the bad. So, as for me, um, I'm still working, but not really working. So, <laughs> I'm still going <laughs> to work, but I mean, half of the office ain't there anyway. Technically, put it this way, I can work from home if I want to, but for the same reason, for y'all saying, like, I need to get out. <laughs> like, the day after my birthday last week, I stayed, I stayed home today. I was like, nah. <laughs> Let me just go go to the office just to you know drive, get some fresh air. But yeah, for us being chill, finally everything slowed down, being so busy, you know, it kind of teaches us all that slow down. Let's just finally relax for a second. But um, no sports is killing, but it's it is what it is. We got to make them do what we do. But yeah, first thing up with this tournament. So the Twitter poll, um, Memphis two thousand eight Memphis Tigers. Shout out. We won. <laughs> showed up and showed out. Um, but how the bracket went, so we just wanted to kind of discuss um, how the bracket was. So with the seedings, we had the 2008 Memphis Tigers versus Portland Dead Bros versus 2007 Ohio State Buckeyes. She did. Yes, sir. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little long the seeding, but we'll talk later. <laughs> What's up, bro? What? Why you feel like Memphis. the station of one? <laughs> oh, man, I yeah, – and this is always me being biased about Ohio State and basketball. We haven't had a good team since clearly 2007. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, Greg Oden uh, was a top uh, pick. Michael Conley uh, did tremendous things here uh, for the city of Memphis. And I just remember even going to those games and even playing those guys in AAU um, back then. Um, just tremendous what they can do, their talent. Um, but I think they always – the point, and, and I do, you know, of course, want them higher seated, but to be honest, we had the same 
problems that other teams had, you know, with not playing 40 minutes of great basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Greg Oden getting into foul trouble or, you know, his health issues too. Um, so I completely understand where we landed um, and really wish, you know, we could have done better even in the 07 season. Um, but, you know, I, I think this is one of the better teams. What I By far the best team I think Ohio State has been able to put together so far. Um, and I look forward to what 2020 looks like for us as Buckeye fans uh, for the boys basketball team. But uh, right now, 07 was the best we had. And, you know, I'll live with that for now. And ironically, that was the best season, the best Memphis team, arguably, ever, too. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I think uh, Memphis, if you just put both teams together, like I said, Memphis came within the Mario Chalmers, who a tough three-pointer he made also. It wasn't like an easy sneeze three-pointer he made. He came within that from winning. Winning. I watched the Ohio, Ohio State-Florida game. <laughs> it wasn't a blowout, but Florida – Florida obviously had the game won. But um, I think I could have put, like I said, looking at the seeding matchups, so I just going down. I had 2004, Illinois. Um, that was with Darren Williams, D. Ford, and them, number four seed. And Kentucky 2010 with John Wall and uh, John, John Wall. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins. They <laughs> 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 had the three seed. That's 2019 Duke in 2006, uh, UConn with Rudy Gay. That's three six matchup and twenty fifteen Kentucky with Carlton Towns and Devin Booker versus twenty ten Kansas that had Sharon Collins who beat Memphis in the championship but uh, they lost to Northern Iowa that year. I could have swapped yeah. out. I could swap the high state of Kansas. You could have moved twenty nineteen yeah. dude. They they weren't yeah. that good to me. Yeah. I could swap them. You could have moved them down. Yeah, yeah. I could swap them with Illinois for sure. Um, I could swap Memphis and Kentucky. You know that was the big argument. Kentucky fans. Yeah. So <laughs> be told they kind of had a point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then again, I just did it based on Memphis came within that shot from winning. Kentucky lost yeah. before the championship. So, My year. Plenty yeah. of respect. Which is the reason why I couldn't put Illinois up here too, because they just like Memphis lost in the championship and only had one loss going to the championship. So. Yeah, but, uh, no, Memphis won. So uh, twenty ten Kentucky beat two thousand four Illinois. So that's the big deal. What y'all feel like Illinois was kind of a little disrespected? I feel like there's a lot of younger. People. I I just looked at it from a pure talent <laughs> standpoint. Um, outside of Darren Williams, Luther Head. And uh, D. Brown, like, who else was there on this team that you recognize? And, of course, you look at the that 2010 Kentucky team, like, they their starting five was basically NBA six. players. <laughs> basically <laughs> NBA players. <laughs> exactly. You had, you had the guy, John Wall, at the point. You had Eric Blesso at the two. Um, you had DeMarcus Cousins at the five. I think Patrick Patterson, who was still good then. And then Darius Miller, who was decent as well. Um, basically, if they had someone that can make an outside shot, like there's a very good chance that they could have been in a uh, national championship. So, I actually voted for uh, Kentucky on this one just for that sole reason of just from a talent standpoint. So, when when did this Kentucky team lose? I feel like they lost like Elite Eight or something like that. The they West lost West to West Virginia. Yeah, yeah. In Elite Eight, okay. Yeah. I, I think I think the the biggest I guess uh, talking point in any Calipari team is that whenever Calipari runs into a well-coached team, regardless of what they have as far as talent, he's going to get overmatched. I mean, look no further than 2015 Kentucky against Wisconsin. You know, they had Bo Ryan coaching uh, Wisconsin who had, I mean, 
some white guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Miami <laughs> Heat. Miami Heat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so whenever whenever Cal runs into like a well coached team, I mean, even I look at 2008 Memphis, they ran to Kansas, Bill Self, well coached team. I mean, granted, it was a, a shot that, you know, got them back into it, but I mean, players got in position to hit a lucky shot, <laughs> you know, and then there's also overtime in that game too. So, you know, and I think Illinois, um, I forget who the coach was, but they were a well-coached team. They had- uh, Bruce maybe, Okay, yeah, yeah, Bruce Redd, yeah. And so they, they had maybe one and a half NBA players. They had Darren Williams, who was, you know, at one point, one of the best point guards in the league. And then Luther Head had a short stint with Houston, I believe. So uh, yep. not saying that Houston, Illinois would beat them outright, but I think it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be nothing to sneeze at, you know? They, they had another guy, I think. Oh, Austin. yeah, yeah. It was a big man, I think. Big man. Yeah, James Augustine. Yeah, James Augustine. Yeah, it's pretty good, too. You know, yeah. and, and, and more than anything in college, it's all about the team more than the individual players. I mean, with that, 2019, Duke had two of the top three picks, and they got ran out of the tournament, you know. So, uh, I, I think when you're thinking about voting, and uh, speaking of Duke, 2019 Duke team, I had them against 2006 UConn, Rudy Gay, and also um, I know a lot of people won't remember him, but Marcus Williams, the point guard. Mm, yeah. for the I Rudy forgot Marcus Williams was there yeah. for a point guard. Yeah. <laughs> so that team, that team was really good. I felt like they should have won championship, and they lost in the Elite Eight to um, George Mason. That was the year George Mason made the Wow. Yep. So, yep. Uh, that was actually a close vote. Um, <coughs> Duke had just got like the lead. Like a couple hours before it, the poll ended. So I guess a lot of people did remember the UConn team. And a lot of the Rudy Gay yeah. here too. But um, 2015, Kentucky and Kansas, 2010, Kansas, that was kind of easy. 2015, I mean, they won the field the whole year. And yeah. They dominated the whole year, then lost tons in the final four. And that Kansas team, they were no one see. I mean, they were very good, but like I said, talent wise, uh, what Trevor said, talent wise, plus, I mean, who they lost to compared to how Kentucky lost. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> like, you had Devin Booker coming off the bench for this 2015 Kentucky team. Mm -hmm. That's how crazy talented that was. So, going forward for those, like I said, Memphis and Kentucky, 2015 Kentucky and 2008 Memphis ended up in the uh, championship round. And we had a whole influx of votes, thanks to the <laughs> uh, <laughs> overtime. That was uh, they out yeah. to Kentucky's overtime uh, <laughs> account, and they uh, they still actually tuning in at me now. <laughs> right, I was gonna say, and still responding actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, been all fun games though. But uh, Memphis ended up winning, but like they said, <clears> um, of course you're a Memphis account, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we had the most votes. That was like 120 some votes, if I ain't mistaken. But that one, that's good. Hey, that's what's up. Yeah. Well, they need to log in to make sure they listen to the podcast, too. All right. them both. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Check us out. Yeah. But, yeah, any more thoughts just about the whole wrecking total? No, I think at the end of the day, I think the correct runner was chosen. I think the reason I went um, Memphis to win the whole thing is um, I think when it comes to March Madness or when it – or if this was a March Madness bracket and we put all these teams together, um, two things that I always look at is guard play and – how much veteran leadership that you have on the team. And I think at the end of the day, Memphis kind of met both of those requirements. I mean, you had – we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you had Derrick Rose who 
at the end of the day, flipped the switch when March Madness came on, and he kind of went on their run that he had. And so you think about what he was able to do in that tournament, and then you also think about the the veteran leadership that they had um, throughout the roster. I think that's what propelled them to end up winning the this record that we put together. So um, that's why that's why I went with um, U of M. Not to be biased, but that was, <laughs> those are the reasons hmm. I, I picked them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I definitely echoes those sentiments uh, as well with you, Scholar, and the fact that we were still missing a player, you know, Andre Allen, who mm-hmm. a lot of people may just, Andre Allen, what? But it was kind of like the Clippers playing the NBA Finals without Patrick Beverly. You know what I'm saying? So if you would have had, you know, Andre Allen, maybe we'll be having a whole nother different, you know, discussion about this, that maybe they wouldn't even be on this list. So that's why I definitely roll with, with Memphis as well, not to be biased, but they were one of the best teams that I ever <laughs> just, just watched. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Same with me. I mean, they don't – up to the championship game in Memphis, I think outside the Mississippi, Mississippi – uh, when they played Mississippi State in the second round, they on the one, they won by three. Yeah. Another, another, another thing before somebody uh, – before they go, like, Calipari always had issues with, you know, better coaches. That's why he lost to Bruce Pearl. That's why he did lose to Bill Self. Well, in this situation, you got Calipari going against Calipari. So, which team is better? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that's, that, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, yeah, okay, we already know they have the same coach. So, it's not a coaching matchup. At this point, it's a personnel matchup. And exactly. Kentucky yes. might have more NBA players, but I'm thinking about the college game. And, and chemistry. Memphis had dogs. Like, people forget yeah. about Antonio Anderson. And Joey Dorsey and all these other mm-hmm. dudes. Dorsey would clown Carl Anthony Towns. Like I don't even want to hear that. I, I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> that's not even a question. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because like, what's Would you rather? What's guy? Joey Dorsey. Give me Joey Dorsey. Give me Joey Dorsey. Wait, uh, Scott just said about experience. That's all I thought about. I was like, Joe Dawson was a senior. He was, he was, he was definitely he was a senior. Anderson was a senior. Dawson was like a junior or a senior. Junior. So, and, and I, I mean, watch the Kentucky team. Devin Booker came out to being You think about how they are in the NBA and think about what they were in freshman year. They got together in the NBA. Now, Carton Town showed last year, but his offense game wasn't the way it was. He wasn't as polished. Yeah. No. Devin Booker came out to Mitch for a reason because he didn't mm-hmm. play Got very like defense, and he, <laughs> well, he still not playing defense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I said, the Memphis team just like the totality of the team, and just that turning around, they dominated outside. Didn't the they beat like UCLA and other yeah. teams that was good? Like they beat Russell Westbrook, like, Kevin Love, like Kevin Love, man. <laughs> like, nah, they like, they destroyed Michigan State. <laughs> I got it right here. They beat they beat uh, UT Arlington, then Mississippi State. They beat Tom Izzo in Michigan State. That's nothing to sneeze yeah. at. They beat Texas. Yeah, they that's nothing to sneeze at. They beat UCLA. That's nothing to sneeze at. Like, this team beat some good teams. Right? They blew them out. Like, Michigan yeah. State, they close the game. That's a round. Yeah, that, so, that Michigan State game was, whew. They, were down, they had them down 30 at one point. So. And everybody picked us to lose. Well, specifically, uh, Dicka Phelps picked us to lose all those games. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get that. Well, yeah. So, uh, about this Memphis team on this list <laughs> <laughs> that, that everyone is so biased about. What's up? Right. Um, <laughs> but to be honest, they really shouldn't be on the list because, in, in my mind, you got to hit these free throws. Just two of them oh, will be nice, right? <laughs> uh, um, and so, I, 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 one is right. Um, I had to bring it down to that level. Um, because they shouldn't really be on the list. And, I, and I'm a, a very big advocate of Ohio State. I'm a very big advocate of, like, watching the entire game. And I watched that entire game. Mm-hmm. 
again, Chris Douglas Roberts, um, <sighs> D-Rowe. Yeah, you know, I had to bring those things up. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do think between – I think we got it right with the best, t- most talented two teams um, that were left, and I really wish Memphis actually wasn't on this list because of certain things. So, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> move on to would you rather – so, would you rather today – Two creation quarterbacks. One by the name of Cameron Newton. I was about to say Junior, but like now nah, nah, his dad was 19, so he wasn't. Cobra Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we're gonna we're gonna get on, right? Can we can we move on? He's still hurt. Would you rather sign Cam Newton or Jamie's son, Wilson Winston? That's some liquor. Cobra Cobra liquor bottle. Cobra Jameson. This is assuming Cam Newton can play a full season, right? Yeah, we're going to assume they both help. Yeah. Yeah. What you about to say, too? Keep going. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready to hear this. (laughs) All right. So, of course, I'm going with Cam Newton. I can see why you rather go with Jameis Winston, like still 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. It's pretty impressive. The 30 interceptions. That broke a record. Cameron Newton ain't never thrown 30 interceptions for one. People talk about that accuracy. Well, he ain't played and... long enough a season to do that. But we'll oh, 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 Do you really want to go there? Do you really? And I honestly had an argument about this with somebody earlier. When has Cam Newton really started to miss games? It's been the last two years. Okay, cool. If he can come back, and this is assuming, like we said at the beginning, Cam Newton can play a full season, it's who's a better player. We we can talk about accuracy about Cam Newton all we want. I watch damn near every Cam Newton game. Some of it is on him. I would give him that. But when you got when you throwing balls to Ted Ginn in the Super Bowl, Devin Funches, who's watch your, much watch your tone. Watch your tone about Ted Ginn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would talk about Ted Ginn. I've watched Ted Ginn drop some of the easiest passes that you can throw. But he still Without took Ginn, that team the to the Super Bowl. He still took us. We we still went to the Super Bowl. But if you if you surround Cam Newton with better weapons, if you give Cam Newton the weapons that he had last season, and he did well. Steve Smith. He did well. Steve Smith, yeah, but he he left me at like midways in Cam's career. So it's like after Steve Smith, we ain't had another Steve Smith besides DJ Moore, who we finally got. And since we finally got him, Cam really ain't played. But Cam Newton is a winner. That's my biggest thing. He's a winner. He showed it in the NBA. He showed it. He showed it in the NFL. Scala wants to debate y'all can that. talk. Y'all can talk. I mean, what's up? What's up? Ooh. What's up? I took one all the smoke. My, my guy, my guy wins, bro. We went to the Super Bowl. Arguably, we really should have won it, but because it was against Payne Manning, who I think is the most overrated quarterback in history. That's it was a different defense, though. But, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that too. But Payne Manning really didn't do anything. Cam Newton could have had a Super Bowl ring. Jameis Winston, he's good. He has a lot of potential. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what coach besides Bill Belichick can get him from throwing throw 30 interceptions? I think it's possible. <laughs> okay. I, want, I want to hear Skyler go. Yeah, Skyler with the Let's do it. Come on. Come on. Well, just from my personal preference, I'm going. of course, I'm going to go with Jameis Winston. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like if even if you try to say – the hypothetical of Cam Newton plays the whole season. It's 
for me, that's hard to imagine that he's going to play the, ent- the entire season. I'd be surprised if he gives you half a season, even as a backup. So we're just going to start with that particular fact. Um, yes, Jameis Winston threw 30 picks last year. Um, but, I mean, eh, I mean, he was under the – I feel like he was under the – he was under a coach. And, it, and you've started to now see that I feel like um, – what's the, the head coach now? At, um, Bruce, Bruce Arians. Arians. Yes. I feel like Bruce Arians kind of like if – you, if you watch some of the stuff that he's saying now that Jameis Winston isn't there – it kind of seems like he's just kind of like just let Jameis just kind of like just do what he wants to do. And I think something that we've kind of mentioned before is I think with the right under the right in the right system, under the right coaching staff, I don't believe Jameis Winston throws 30 picks. That's just me. I feel like the, the Jameis Winston that we can possibly see more so down the road is Jameis Winston throwing 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. He might not give you 30 picks, but he could probably, he'll probably give you like between 10 and 15. That's just me personally. Um, I've seen Cam Newton miss throws several times. I think Cam Newton's good for maybe five throws a game. And that's pretty bad if you if you want to be real about it. Um Cam Newton a lot of times isn't smart with the running the ball. He takes a lot of hits that he um necessarily shouldn't be taking, which is why he misses so many games. So I just think at the end of the day, again, I knew I know James Winston took 30 picks, but I think James Winston could be more he's more accurate. Um he um of course doesn't miss the games that came that Cam Newton does. Um, I just think he'd be under the right system. I think he's smarter with the ball more so than Cam Newton. Let, let, let me read off something to you, brother. Let me let me go back to this. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Because I'm finna, that. I'm finna, I'm finna kill, I'm finna kill this one thing that Cam Newton's uh-huh. so injured. Sixteen for the first three years of that of games he played, which is the full season. Go to fourteen, sixteen, fifteen, sixteen, fourteen, and then you have the season when he's hurt. So all this, he stays hurt or whatever, bro. Let's throw this out the window. He don't stay hurt. He just been hurt, and maybe he's finally healthy after having two years. Can I? Can I? Can I slide in? I got. I was slide in. Go ahead. All right. So to be honest, this sounds eerily similar to what happened a couple years ago with Drew Brees and Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper was a supremely athletic quarterback. Not necessarily run the ball, but he was like a freak of a freak of nature with his, his arm. Um, his somewhat run ability, kind of like Cam is. And I, I honestly think that Cam is broken now. I, I think he's, he's, what, 30, 31 years old now? And he's at, he's, he's, at the, he's at the point where, you know, your body ain't going to recover like it did when you're 22, 23, dog. Like, you take them hits, you know, it's, it's, you're not getting up as fast, you know. And, and Cam Newton's arm, his throwing motion is not conducive to, you know, throwing the ball 30, 35 times a game, you know. Uh, whereas Jameis, he is, what, four years younger? Yeah, 26. I see it right there. He's 26 years old. And I've always said you put Jameis in a different situation where they actually invest in him and he's able to just be Jameis and not make dumb mistakes. But what, hold on, what do you mean by right. invested in him, though? Because he still had one of the best receiving corps in the NFL. Give him a, oh, give him a running back. Give him a running he back. Had I, 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 I he had running back. He's I think what Jameis that. needs is somebody that's going to, like, get on him. Because Jameis has talent. That, that much is given. We, we saw it at Florida State. So you, know, you want to get somebody that needs to get on him rather than have somebody who's won the NFL MVP, who's, who's on his side. No, I, I, about I like Cam. I, I say I wouldn't mind Cam in Philadelphia. I just think that he's at the point where he's older 
than Jameis Winston. And at this point in his career. But my thing is, if you still got to motivate somebody at the age of 27, are they really motivated? I don't, I don't think Jameis needs motivated. I think he needs to be coached. I think he needs proper coaching to, to get him to where he where he needs to be. It's no different than Drew Brees when he was at uh, the Chargers. They didn't want him in San Diego. Because he, he, he was, if you go back and look at Drew Brees' stats, he was not as good as he is now. He wasn't. Like, go back and look at San Diego stats. When he got into New Orleans, a team that was terrible, god-awful, he turned it around because the team invested in him. And I think that's mm-hmm. what Jameis needs. He, he needs that coaching. Like, Drew Brees had, true enough, had Schottenheimer in San Diego, but it didn't change till he had Sean Payton in New Orleans. You know, somebody that had a good offensive mind and that is willing to work with him. <clears throat> now, with that being said, I don't know if Jameis going to get that. You know, I don't know unless he goes to, like, Pittsburgh, where he can back up Big Ben or whatever. Uh, but I think, especially with this, with this draft class coming up, I think he's going to be struggling to find a job along with Cam. But if you ask me who gets signed first, or who I would sign first, I would sign Jameis because he's younger. He has more potential. Uh, I mean, he threw 30 touchdowns and 55,000 yards. Like, right. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze yeah. at. That's nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> you're not throwing 30 picks every year unless you're Eli Manning. And I don't think you're Eli Manning. I'm true. Yes. I'm Wow. I would – well, me, I'm with two – I'm two Cam Newton. Um, I'm a – mm. you, you – Smart man. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, Cam, I mean, he threw 30 interceptions last year. He's thrown double-digit interceptions since he's been in the – he is what he is to me, James Winston. Uh, he's gonna turn about. He's gonna put his way. He's gonna score, but he's gonna get. He's gonna get other teams some points too. And I just think that's what he is. He probably ain't thirty interceptions a season person. More like that. I doubt that's outlier. He's not. Gonna so what's there between him and Brett Favre then? I didn't like Brett Favre. So I mean, that's okay. For me, um, if I'm the Steelers, of course, I'll take Jameis. But personally, I got to go Cam Newton. Um, I just think to Savage's point, what he mentioned about Cam not um, – his body not healing the same at 31 as it was at 22, and by him not being that guy – that can throw the ball 30 to 35 times. I think if you put him probably somewhere in LA, I think he should be with the Chargers where he has the accurate weapons around him so that he doesn't have to be put in that situation to where he's mm-hmm. throwing the ball 30 to 35 times. Um, I think he can actually do well with LA just with the running game that he's going to have with Austin Eckler. He has a decent tight end in Hunter Henry. He has a decent receiving core with Keenan Allen. The defense was – tremendously injured, so most of them are going to get healthy next uh, next season. I think him going to the Chargers is basically saying that he doesn't have to do as much as he has to do, that he had to do those last few years in Carolina. Like I said earlier when we debated this, it'll just be just another situation like it was in Carolina just with better weapons. Okay. It's my turn. Yep. I'm not too thrilled with the Jameis Winston grandpa video he put out um, about his, his comeback, doing the bear crawls with the Terminator, um, you know, uh, knee brace on, um, as compared to Cam Newton, who looked like he was really been in the gym. Um, if I were to, to take either quarterback, would you rather? I actually would actually take Jameis Winston. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see what his new eye surgery did for him. Um, yeah. 
And to everyone's point, I don't think he's going to throw 30 interceptions every single season. Um, he is averaging 18 right now a season. Um, a but <laughs> I, I don't – yeah, I, I don't think that besides this, like, he, he has the ability and capability to do it. Also, there was a lot of coaching changes that happened within Tampa Bay with different schemes. Um, so not even just their head coach, but just their offensive coordinators and who was calling the plays too. Um, and that is something to, to think about as well. So if I'm going to choose Cam or Jameis, I want to choose Jameis. Um, and I have a, the utmost respect to Cam Newton, who's the 2015 MVP. He took the Panthers to the Super Bowl um, with Ted Ginn. Um, but, <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I think that if Jameis is in the system where, you know, we, we said this last week that he has a great defense, or the other week he has a great defense that surrounds him. Um, but what is it like? He has great receivers, great receivers too, um, actually, because he had 2,000-yard receivers with him. So I think Jameis in a different system. I would love to see him in Pittsburgh. I hate to say that. Um, but, I mean, we still we still need a quarterback one for real, for real, in Dallas too. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it where I can get it. Um, but I'll take Jameis. Would you rather? I'm, I'm picking Jameis at this point. Okay. One thing I want to say before before we wrap up, I don't want this to sound like me hating Jameis Winston now because I feel like he is definitely a very talented quarterback. Like at the end of the day, you did throw. Of course, that too, that too, that too. You know? and, and you know he he he's he's been on the field. You know what I'm saying he's, he had been in that much trouble in the NFL. Um, like I said, five thousand yards, thirty touchdowns. That's none to sneeze at. But however, you know. I'm I'm still rolling with Cam because if you give him if you give Cam new OJ Howard and Mike Evans, like and and my thing is Kevin Benjamin and Mike Evans I think came in the same draft so I'm really upset you know about that, but but uh, you get you put Cam Newton on the Chargers and I'm making I'm, I'm I'm that's a Super Bowl favorite to me. But here's my whoa, thing too. Whoa. Here's here's my thing too. I just feel like I I feel like you can't keep throwing out that excuse that he doesn't have the weapons. I feel like it, at some point, a good quarterback makes a receiver. You see what I'm saying? Like, Antonio Brown came from somebody. Malcolm Thomas came from somebody. I just feel like I, at some point you have to – like, he had Greg Olsen. One of the best, the best tight ends in the league. Here's the, thing, here's the thing. I'm not putting on weapons. I get that because at the end of the day, he still won. That's what I'm saying. If you if he if he still won and you surround him and you put weapons around him, ain't no telling what Cam Newton could have done. If Kevin Benjamin wasn't such a bust, a bust, ain't no telling what kind of player Cam Newton would be right now. But because he's had to carry the team on his back for years since he's been on the Carolina Panthers, it's only so much he can do. But you put him on the Chargers or something like that, a team that have a top five defense, you, you hand the ball off to Heckler. That'll probably be the best the, the best weapons he's had since he he was at Carolina. If you put him on the charges with that with that call, same with James Winston. Same with James Winston. I don't know because at the end of the day, like I said, you still got OJ Howard and Mike Evans, bro. I take OJ Howard and Mike Evans any day over t- uh, Ted Ginn and, and Greg Olson. No disrespect to Greg Olson, but come on, dude. <laughs> so, that, that, that's my last. See, film, uh, what do y'all see these two quarterbacks signing realistically? The teams we just mentioned, the Chargers and the Steelers. The Chargers and the Steelers. I say, I say, Chargers and, Chargers and Patriots for me. 
I, don't I think, think Cam Newton's going James, to the Giants. I think I think Jameis Winston and Bill Belichick would do would work wonders. He'd be that quarterback to help Jameis get to next next time that I want to see. I so that I can say that you know I, I honestly I wouldn't mind being wrong in this situation because he has that much potential. But is he gonna go to a good coach that allow Jameis you know that allow him to reach that potential? Meanwhile, we know what Cam Newton is. He's a he he's all of the above and he's a winner. I think the Patriots are sitting on Garrett Stidham. Unless they, yeah. unless it's like Jordan Love or somebody falls falls to them. Yeah, I can't I can't see Jameis with Belichick because Belichick likes a disciplined quarterback. Um, I can see Detroit sniffing around Jameis. I think that Jameis and uh, Cam, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that too. Like I think as much as Cam Newton to the Chargers makes sense, you ask the question, why isn't it done yet? If the Chargers really want, if the if the if Cam Newton to the Chargers. Huh? The, the Chargers don't want two hurt. black quarterbacks. They don't want two black quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's probably good. Well. And at, the, at the end of the day, like, has Cam Newton really been able to show, yeah. you know, what he can do? Like, because of the, the, the viruses going yeah. around, too. Right. Yeah. But even still to that case, though, and it's not even just Cam Newton, it's Jameis Winston, too. At this point, like, it's not like you have too much of a, you don't have, you don't have much uh, competition, like, beating against, like, between Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. They're both just sitting there. It's not like they both just been on the market for like two or three days. They've been there for weeks. So, like, what's stopping you from getting either one of them? The I mean, draft. still, when the, the draft for one and for two is like draft, Cam yeah. New was still yeah. injured. When is he given a chance to work out for a team, too? And I think at this point, teams really want to know is Cam New, you know, healthy. He can't show he's healthy because he just been releasing right when he was releasing when we got on lockdown. So, I don't think that's fair, too. Jameis, on the other end, he been injured. <laughs> He do 5,000 yards and 30 interceptions last season. I will say this. Wentz did get eye surgery before 2017. So, just throwing that out there. Uh-oh. So, this is the second eye surgery. So, this is the second eye surgery. So, he's a bad as a bat, but he's still talented. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is like that workshop. I, I said Carson Wentz, not oh, Winston. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. He oh, did get eye okay. surgery, and they helped him out in 2017. So, I, I oh, okay. don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Seth Curry apparently just got eye surgery, too. And I'm cheering for Jack. Trust me, I'm cheering for him. Yeah. I'm, I'm cheering for him. I want both to do well, though. I, I like yeah, to get some cool. eye surgery. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, uh, well, we'll make this a Twitter poll since it was 3-3 on our end. We need Twitter, Twitter to break the Twitter to break. Right oh, man. Come on, Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Question out, Skyler. And let's move on to the NBA bracket. So, uh, yeah. This is fun. One, this, one. this is fun. <laughs> um, but, so, both number one seeds won. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But they made they were made in the finals by the 2011. He was upset. By the 2004 Lakers, um, which was not a big of a shock. I asked you both the Lakers. I, oh, I, hey. so I got so much okay. to say about this bracket. I'm not going to even. Yeah, yeah. We got to talk about this one. We definitely got to talk about this one. All right, man. Go down the list first. All right. It was 26 right. Warriors, one seed versus the AC 2007 Suns, who, in my opinion, would have won a championship if um, Boris Diaz and Mark Steinmeier didn't get suspended for game five against Spurs. But, you know, talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Talk about um, it. Yeah. The 2007 Mavs, who went 6-7-15 that season, but lost in the first round to the We Believe Warriors. Um, versus, mm-hmm. they were the fourth seed. Five seed, Sacramento. Oh, sorry, Bianca, uh, Skyler's wife. They won one, so I <laughs> Right. Uh, they went against the five seed, the two-ass two, Sacramento Kings, or the Queens, as Shaq called them at, you know, around the time. <laughs> 
as you know, the Tim Donahue question, uh, questions and all this stuff in this series, they lost seven games in overtime to the Lakers. Uh, three, 2004, three seed, 2004 Lakers. Well, it was the Gary Payton, Carl Malone, added to Shaq and Kobe. Uh, six, versus six seed, 2013 Spurs, who were Ray Allen shot from winning the title. Chris Bosh rebound, though. Chris Bosh rebound. Don't forget the Chris Bosh rebound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Greg Popovich having Tim Duncan on the bench at that time, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Coaching. I don't know what he was thinking on that one. Right. Yeah. You had two seed 2011 Heat versus the seven seed 2016 Oklahoma City Thunder, who had a 3 1 lead on Golden State. Don't blow it for Golden State to blow a 3 1 lead themselves afterward. But yeah. Uh, any question? Well, pretty much. All right. The Twitter voted War- 2016 Warriors um, and 2015 won their matchups, and 2004 Lakers and 2011 Heat won their matchups. And 2016 Warriors versus 04 Lakers and Warriors won. So, what y'all thought something about this bracket, Trevor? You had some. I'm. I'm just gonna start. Okay, I'm just gonna go straight yeah, down let's the do this. from the first round. Okay, so I have no question. <laughs> I have no question with the 2016 Warriors beating the 07 Suns. That's fine. Um, in my vote, I actually had the 07 Mavs beating the 02 Kings um, because I think both of these teams will be evenly matched, and I had to ask myself, who do I trust more in the fourth quarter? Dirk Nowinski, who was MVP that year, or Chris Webber, who never shows up in the fourth quarter? So, Jeez. obviously, Shaq would disagree. Ouch. <laughs> hey, and since we talk about Chris Webber, today is actually today uh, of the uh, anniversary uh-huh. of the historic timeout thing. So, but anyway, um, I just felt that the 07 Mavs team, I trust Dirk a little bit more than I trust Chris Webber. It's just that simple. A lot more, um, a lot more yeah. <laughs> then moving to the 3 6 matchup, I actually had the 2013 Spurs beating the 04 Lakers. Because mm. uh, I think the 13 Spurs was basically a better version of the 04 Pistons that beat the 04 Lakers. Um, hmm. If you just wanted to sum it up, you had hmm. Chauncey Billups, Tony Parker, Rip Hamilton, Danny Green, who shot lights out in their series despite them mm-hmm. losing. You had Tayshawn, and you had a young Kawhi who was – before he came, became the Kawhi that he is now. Tim, yeah, Tim was still Tim, and then you got whatever you got out of Tiago Splitter. Um, and then, of course, you had Gary Payton, who was much older, who really didn't fit in the triangle offense, who struggled in the triangle offense. Yeah, Carl Malone had the knee injuries, who was on his last leg. So at that point, you was really relying on Shaq and Kobe, who at this point in time was at neck and neck before um, Shaq was eventually traded out. So give me the 13 Spurs there. And I know this is going to upset Sheedy, but I had the 16 Thunder beating the Heat. Um, so for those that those <laughs> me too, for those that may not um uh, recognize, like outside of the Cavs beating the sixteen Warriors, the only team that really gave the sixteen Warriors problems was the sixteen Thunder. So here's a few stats that I uh, looked up about the sixteen Thunder. They were second in the league in scoring that season behind Golden State. They were one of the top teams in the league top defensive teams in the league, only giving up maybe 105 a game, which was better than Golden State. They had one – they played with the third-best pace in the uh, game, which was also behind Golden State. But, I mean, I get it. It was LeBron. It was the first year of the big three. But that team, one of Miami's biggest issues at that time was they struggled with rebounding. And 
one of the things that gave the Warriors problems is when the Thunder play went big by playing Steven Adams and Ennis Camper in together along with KD um, to basically hammer them on the boards. And I felt the 16th Thunder would have done that with the Heat. Now, would it have been a walk uh, walkthrough? Of course not. But I just think just with the size that the Thunder would have uh, been able to throw at LeBron James and the rest of those guys, I think they would have beat the 11 Heat. So. Uh, let me say, nice. that was a battle of two joking teams in 2011 Heat and two in 2016 Thunder. So <laughs> that was pretty hard to beat. Mm-hmm. You had a little choking LeBron in the finals versus the, I guess, choking KD and was the rest of the Thunder this year. But yeah. um, I can see that one. That was kind of like a good head up match. Yeah. Also, they were I'm sorry, sorry, sorry to cut you out. Yeah, you could. I was just saying, considering that KD and Russ were older and they were, they were, you know, after they lost to the Heat in 2012, they were, they were what, four years old, older at that time. So that, that was – Yeah. I distinctly remember in 2016, we were at Scott's apartment, and I asked the question, where's Kevin? The whole game. Yes. <laughs> all, all, all the game sevens. I, I was, was like, like, where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? Yeah, I don't the whole him. game. <laughs> yeah. So I want to say also with the 2011 Heat, that was also, like like you said, uh, Sharky, the year that they lost to the Mavericks. And that was because that heat, that particular Heat squad was in a different mindset as far as, like, who led. It had it took the next season for Dwayne Wade to say, LeBron, do your thing. That's when they won the championship. But that year, D. Wade was leading, leading, was leading the team. And I, don't, and I think that kind of – and of course, ain't no kind of about it. That is what held them back. So you had that team versus, you know, choking Kevin Durant. But, you know, it's the first round. He'll he get out the first round. <laughs> but uh, that was a good squad as well and people forget about the uh, Oladipo too and he, he did do, do do a little something, something with that so and also a great breakdown as far as like, that that yeah that uh that was before they got depot that was before this, they got depot yeah this 16 team this was they had of course Durant Durant Russ they had uh Steve in his cancer no they didn't have Reggie because they yeah, traded Serge. Reggie. That's how they get uh, in his country. They still had Serge who's oh, yeah. come they along. They had, they had everybody's favorite, Mr. Gummy Man himself, uh, who was still mm-hmm. serviceable at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Randy Ford. Oh, that was that year. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, yeah. I mean, was, even Gummy was still doing this thing, though. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they traded Serge Barker for Depot, then KD left. That was, they had been time off season. That was after that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it became wrestlers team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good. Break. Also, uh, what's that? That was a good one. Where uh, Trevor said the Lakers Spurs. I didn't think of it that way. I was thinking more just mm-hmm. like Shaq and Kobe still in their prime at that time. So I was like, you that's know, what I voted for. I'm like, they had Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, I voted for the Spurs too. Ain't nobody. We've seen we've seen that story with with Shaq versus Tim Duncan several times. I mean, and it wasn't pretty. No, it wasn't. Uh, let me see. The, what, what was a good one that you pointed out uh, was the Mavs and the Kings and how Chris Webber, you know, wasn't a fourth quarter person. Can I say something about that real quick? I feel yeah, like we're was... sleeping on Mike Bibby. I feel exactly. like we're sleeping on Mike Bibby. <laughs> bro. Mike oh, Bibby was an assassin. Bloody Diva. Come on, man. Doug Christie. You man, Bibby, like, Bibby was, was Bobby you know, Lakers at work, man. Bobby like, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Young Turgaloo. I mean, hey. That's two kings that two guys have sons probably shouldn't be on his list, but. <laughs> they are. They are. They are. Talk about it. <laughs> 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 the same referee. 
And it's crazy because, uh, uh, you know, the 16 Warriors shouldn't be on this list, but hell, they are. So, <laughs> That's why I asked the best team Yeah, now this exactly. is a good one, bro. Like you said, hey, so, the Kings Spurs. I mean, that was a Ray Allen. I mean, it's Chris Bosh. True. They win. Yep. Yeah. And, oh, if, if he keeps Tim Duncan in, they, he gets the rebound. Yeah. They win. So much. Um, you want me to go back to free throws? If Kawhi hits a free throw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we actually the reality, about the yeah, the reality situation don't even have it. It's true. I mean, but a miss a miss free throw turned into a Jesus shot. I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but do y'all agree on the uh, 16 Warriors winning? No. Oh yeah, that, I do. I, 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 I'm kind of torn about it. I'm not sure. Um, I had this. I actually had the 16 Warriors going against the 16 Thunder in the finals, and you know that did happen. So obviously, I got to roll with the Warriors. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 say this, I, I, I feel like I know what Scott was about to say, but I, I again, like, no, go ahead. If you think you know what I'm saying, go ahead. If you were, if you would have picked, uh, again, this is 2004, so Kobe's like what 24. I got the stats so, ready for you. Come on. <laughs> like, Kobe was 25. Shaq is still in his prime. I mean, he did win MVP uh, with the Miami Heat. He should have won two because Steve Nash took one of them. But these two players were still in their prime. And, you know, I, I know Detroit, you know, beat them. But I, I feel like Kobe and Shaq, and along with Gary Payne, would not have Steph Curry shooting 35 foot threes. I'm. I mean, this is one of the best defending point guards to ever play. Mm-hmm. No, nah, because John, if Chauncey Billups did what he did, come on, bro. This is yeah. the year they won seventy three games, bro. That's like, I, I love man. Gary Payton. The older he Gary was yeah. also like forty. He was also like yeah. This is the, but Gary Payton also won a ring with the Miami Heat, so he played some type of role and went. Yeah. Let him know. Carl Malone, he was washed. Carl Malone was gone. He was he was done. I I, I, I get you on that. But Kobe and Shaq. Yeah. I mean, who on the Warriors? It's nope. putting hands on Shaq, not Draymond Green. We, not. we saw that story already this season. He's not that good. He, he, he thought he was good. He's not that good. No. Like, you like think, style the of basketball. Thing is, you're, no, you're that's thinking why you, that's why you, exactly. Exactly. That's why that's why Andrew Bogut's out there. Use six fouls mm. on Shaq. Andrew Bogut. Hey, I, we no, not, no, 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 no. The way that the Warriors use Andrew Bogut, bro. Listen to what I said. He's out there to use six fouls. That's pretty much why he's in there. Good luck, Fallon Shaq. Good luck, Fallon Shaq. It's a hand one every time. I mean, a game, yeah. Andrew Bogan getting hurt in game, what's that, five? Him getting hurt in the game, being out for the rest of the series, did change the rest of the series. Yeah. I don't want to hear anybody say talk about some Andrew Bogan. That's, that's a white man guard Shaq. We've seen that story several times. Like, All of them are done. <laughs> I said you six fouls. I ain't say you was gonna stop him. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Scott. I'll let you go. The flow. <laughs> um, I mean, you took what I said about the Lakers, so uh, that's there's nothing necessarily that needs to be said. No, make your point. <laughs> no, I mean that that is the point. I don't see anybody that that's doing anything with Shaq. Period. Okay, let me let me ask you really this. Don't. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Can I go? Ooh, how how, how did the Pistons win? Defense. They, can I tell you why? I'm listening. Yes. Damn. I thought you were going to bring up the Panthers again. 
Um, <laughs> we're talking NBA. <laughs> we're talking NBA, bro. I don't know what kind of thing you're over there doing. But, you know, we're we on NBA now. So funny. My, the biggest thing I have about the 2004 Lakers is there's not enough emphasis given to Carl Malone. And, yeah, I hear he's old. He's all this, that, and the third. He can be old and wash up all he wanted to, but averaging 13 and 9 and 4, even at his age with a prime Shaq and a prime Kobe over the regular season, is huge. And even Kobe, well, he would have told you what Shaq would tell you as well. Like Carl Malone was more or less the soul. And they needed Carl needed that whole series of 04 because he had something to prove to get his championship ring that he never they got. lost for one. I but he wasn't playing. He was already hurt. Yeah, Carl Malone was not in the series. He was at hurt. All. Yeah. So uh, they don't have the heart and soul that drives them what they got they got put in Horace Grant. Horace Grant been washed up since 96. So, <laughs> like, I mean, they had, they did what they had to do. Um, and don't get me wrong, the Pistons, by all means, took that. And for all purposes, Kobe really won that game um, yeah. with that oh, yeah. shot. So, yeah. really, it, it almost, almost got sweet. swept. Yeah, they almost got swept. But I don't – it's not because the 0-4 Lakers weren't that great. It was because they were really missing. To me, Carl Malone, who was a huge so, piece – for why so they did Do you think if Carl Malone would have played, they would have beat the, 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 the Pistons? Even though yes. the Pistons damn near swept them. Yes. I, I think if Carl Malone was out there, they beat the Pistons. Yes. You if definitely Carl Malone was out there, they beat the Pistons. You definitely yeah. go past five games. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think just just remembering that whole time period, I think as far as like in the moment actually happening, not like a, a theoretical world, the Lakers lost because it was just poor team chemistry at that point. You know, y'all y'all forget that Carmelo and Kobe had beef, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. hey, that's uh, a good point. And then Kobe and Shaq, of course, had beef, obviously. But that's I a think good that was, point. That was a chemistry that's... issue. But if you're talking about like lineup for lineup and everything is like equal, like personalities and stuff—not personalities, but more so like everybody's playing to their level. I mean, you had prime Shaq and prime Kobe. Savage, that's a great, great, great point. But the same thing I said about the Heat, the mentality of the team. You do have oh, to you're going at me today too. Okay. You do have to. <laughs> you do have to counter that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. This this Lakers yeah. team should not be on here. Y'all said Carmelo was how the team. I'm with y'all. Y'all the Lakers fans. But yeah. we gonna count, put what we said about the Heat. We gotta do the same thing with the Lakers. Same thing with the Warriors versus the Thunder. That happened. You know. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So, yeah. True. Uh, Love you, CD. <laughs> like, you, know, you, know, you know what happened was I, I saw the battle of greats last night with T Pain and uh Lil John. And you know, so you I'm feeling of, kinda you thought of us? You thought of us? No, I thought of you specifically. I love you, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Y'all here into some Instagram action. So free agency is I mean it's all but it's I guess it's not over since this yeah, you know, clowning, but um, we just pick out winners now. Uh, <laughs> who was your winner for free agency? The Miami Dolphins. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll be good. I'll be first to say it, just in case anybody else wanted to copy my I my copy my answer. I think the Miami Dolphins won um, the NFL free agency. I mean, if you look at the the transactions that they made. Um, Specifically defensively, uh, with signing Byron Jones, probably the best cornerback that was on the market. Um, Calvin, who's been on the Patriots system for quite some time, 
Um, Shaq Lawson, again, a huge a, a pass rush that um, I think anybody would would uh, would take or or need. Um, so then to get Eric Flowers, Emmanuel Ogba, uh, and then of course Tevin loves Jordan Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think to add the talent that you did, and you also didn't lose anybody uh, to a team that pretty that kind of finished the regular season off on a on somewhat of a winning streak. Um, to make noise like that in the AFC East, now that the Patriots don't have Tom Brady. Um, I'm looking at those signers, and I think that was probably one of the clear-cut, uh, clear-cut winners uh, for NFL free agency. Okay. That's a good one. I, um, oh, you go, you go, bro. Okay. Um, I think that um, one of the better teams, I'm going to say South um, with this, or in the Southern, below the Mason-Dixon line, I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Um adding Emmanuel Sanders and and yeah and here we go to a Carl Malone reference. He did sign Malcolm Jenkins for like four years and too much, right? Um, but I think what he brings defensively um in a mindset can really change uh what the Saints can do. And the Saints have always been, you know, you know, a couple of plays away from winning it all. Um so I think the Saints did the best so far. But free agent still isn't done though. As well. You know, I forgot that, that Jenkins signed with the Saints. And, man, you can't speak enough about him. He's, he's up there in age. But I, I said that when he got signed, I said he still got a good two years left in him. Like, he still makes plays. Still, you know, he's near the ball always. And I know we took a mean hit, you know, Philadelphia losing him, you know, putting our slowest cornerback at safety now. So, yeah, New Orleans definitely got a good one with that. My winner, I was picking the Dolphins. Uh, for everything that Skyler said, but I also had another one. Uh, I feel like the Cardinals got better, too. Uh, I mean, you got a top three receiver for your, your second-year quarterback, and, you know, you already got Kenyon Drake. Uh, I don't even care who else they signed. They signed a freaking ball magnet to go along with another ball <laughs> magnet in Larry Fitzgerald, you know, um, especially with the, in my opinion, the NFC West is getting weaker. The Rams not that good to me. I said that for years. They're not that good to me. Um, Seattle is, is still Seattle, um, and the 49ers. I think the 49ers take a step back next year. I think so. Um, not saying the Cardinals make the playoffs, but I feel like you give you know your young quarterback a a relatively still young receiver that's going to help tremendously in a an offensive league. You can figure out defense at some point, but you got to score points. I think they they they're moving in the right direction with that. I will go honestly with the Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah, y'all know I was yeah. I was on I was on that Bills bandwagon last year, and you know they proved me right. So salute to them. But their defense got better. And yes, Sheedy, I'm gonna bring up the Carolina Panthers because the coach of that team is Sean McDermott, <laughs> and you you signed literally a re-signed three players that's very familiar with your defense, and Josh Norman, AJ Klein, who's a very good tackler, and Mario Addison. And you also add, you know, even though Daryl Williams was injured last year, uh, the year before then, he was putting up Pro Bowl, you know, he was, you know, a Pro Bowl rating that he had. And then you go and trade for Stephon Diggs, you know, John, John Brown, who's a very good, consistent receiver, had a thousand yards. And you give, a, you, you know, you give Josh Allen another weapon like Stephon Diggs, who wants to come in and prove himself. You know, all it's going to take is Josh Allen for him to, you know, get, just get better, you know, and, and yeah. you know, you may be looking at a really good team. An even better team um, last year, uh, next year. So yeah. that, that's my pick. Yeah, man. 
I thought I had another one, but I actually don't. Savage took the one that I was going to use with Arizona. I just, <laughs> I just think the moves they made towards the end of uh, last season by them getting King and Drake, by them getting uh, mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins to uh, pair with Larry Fitzgerald, like all those weapons that Kyler Murray is going to have going forward, like it's going to be really going to be interesting going forward. Savage already alluded to how uh, the NFC West is getting weaker. Seattle's still going to be Seattle. The Rams are going to fall off the cliff now because we're not going to see how much of a fraud Jared Goff really is. And then San Fran is taking a step back as well. So um, that was my one, though. So definitely Arizona would probably be yeah. my one for free agency. That would definitely be my second as well. Good, good call out of Noah Savage. Like, you put yeah. DeAndre Hopkins with Kyler Murray and, like you said, Larry Fitzgerald, who wants to win a Super Bowl wing. You know, that, that counts yeah. as motivation. And Kenya Drake is definitely one of the more underrated uh, running backs in the whole league. So that's going to be one of the best offenses next year, definitely. So mine is – so let me preface mine as it's saying, <laughs> if Jadavion Clown is bad with the tight. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm, hey, that's a good one. That's not me being biased, but uh, that's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, it's like like we signed Ryan Tannehill to a deal that we can get out. We can get out in two years. We franchise tag Terry Derrick Henry, and he actually signed the franchise tender. And we're talking about working on long term deal, so there won't be a holdout or anything. Like he signed it, he's all in. We're trying to work on extension, a long term deal. After that, we signed Big Beasley, and the reason we lost to the uh, Chiefs in the AFC Championship was because pass rush, in my opinion, straight up. Uh, okay. You add Jadavion Clowney and Vic Beasley to that D-line that was missing a pass rush on Pat Mahomes, that mm-hmm. makes us a contender if that happens. Now, if he doesn't sign, then uh, let's say you go to Seahawks, then, I mean, that's them just bringing him back. But my winner, as of now, is the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore yeah. Ravens lost Okay. Because their hammer ran all open them. Pretty much their D line got past their first level. They traded for Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. With a fifth round pick. Oh yeah. Steal. And they signed that was, that was a steal. And they signed Derek Wolf from the Denver Broncos. That one hurt. So <laughs> I think Do they sign A B? Nah. I don't know. Nah. Hey, I was just about, I was just about to ask, do y'all do you believe in the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver core going for? They might. I think they're going to draft another one. You think I'll yeah. draft one? You think they're going to use a first rounder? I don't know. Uh, nah. I say it's just deep, deep, deep class, man. They probably go second round. Yeah. yeah. For the, for yeah. the for that offense, I wouldn't go wide receiver. I wouldn't go wide receiver first round. You can for that for that no, offense, you can find a receiver fifth, sixth round. You, you I will put that towards something else. Okay. Yeah, how do Will Brown's going? He was a rookie last year. He going his second year, and he had a pretty good year. So, they're going to another guy receiver. Bolstering D line after what Derrick Henry did to him, mm-hmm. and it, yep. it's like, all right, we played them again. I'm not feeling so confident. <laughs> it's coming. It's like last year. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Derrick Wolf is pretty good. Never next to Vaughn Miller. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, he should have gone up. But uh, let's get on with our word. And well, I guess we're doing a Twitter poll for that. Like, we think one free agency. I guess we'll put down some of these teams and kind just have fan votes and they just uh, come in if they have someone else. Uh, honorable mention mm-hmm. Browns, I think, had a pretty good offseason weekend. But I mean, <laughs> I will say, I think they had a pretty good one. And of course, Tampa, mm-hmm. it's on Brady. Address it. But let's get on with our L of the month. And Honestly, it's really only one candidate, but since we are in this pandemic, 
And it has to fit sports, it would be added to the list. So, and also, just a comment I just made about a certain player that might that we're still waiting on Titans to possibly sign. He's added to this list also. So, we got <laughs> Bill O'Brien. That's a nomination. Y'all know the trade. Andre, like, uh, yeah. He didn't sign there. He got traded there. Because, and did, Bill O'Brien said the other day why he did it, right? He was like, Please he was getting more expensive. Possibly, possibly the best wide receiver in the NFL, right? Top three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what he said. He said, I, <laughs> I would say the deal with Arizona was a deal that we felt was in the best interest of our team. End quote. Of what team? Who team? <laughs> <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals? That's this is my thing with, with Bill O'Brien. Because y'all know I've been, I've been on B.O.B. since the game against Kansas City. How did they not fire Bill O'Brien after that game and immediately went to the Kansas City locker room and said, Eric Bieniemy, you are our next coach? How? Yep. <laughs> Agree. Oh, Agree. Agree. He ain't got – I hope he ain't got long. If, if he's the coach of that team hope, for the, the next year – I hope he do. Please. Free Deshaun Watson, man. <laughs> yeah, free him. He need he need to go. I need to get yeah. out of there. But the fact that you traded this is the second straight offseason. You traded J.B. Clowney and now DeAndre Hopkins that cannot even receive a first round pick and either one of those trades. How did they get more for Stefan Diggs? Stefan Diggs is cool. He ain't DeAndre Hopkins. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Agreed. Oh yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, the second nomination, um, I guess it's the quote-unquote winner, but really Bill O'Brien should win. Um, coronavirus. <laughs> since he has infected sports and shut down whole sports. And I don't know when we're getting back. I don't know if fans will even be in the stands the rest of this year. Um, yeah, we have to add it to the list. Yeah, coronavirus yeah. Just has not fought fair, in my opinion. <laughs> At all. Um, <laughs> bro. I mean, coronavirus, she just kind of pulled up, guns blazing, and just kind of shut everything down. We can't do nothing. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's – as much as we not, we may not want to admit that that's the the overall winner that coronavirus is – she came in with the WWE championship and just, like, and just raising that job from the top bunk. Like, she, <laughs> she wins, bro. Like, just imagine – just, like, I mean, just imagine, like, how life was two months ago. Like if we would if we would have recorded yeah. and you would have told any of us on this report on this podcast that there would be no, no March Madness, there would be no basketball, there would be nothing. Like we would have been looking at you like, yeah, bro, whatever. Like we we wouldn't have taken we would have taken <laughs> seriously, but yeah, we exactly. <laughs> so speaking April, of speak- like we don't know like there's potential talks. That, that, go ahead. No, I just – it was funny that you brought up the WWE Championship because I don't know what's in me, but I really want to give – like, what the hell is WWE doing on ESPN? Right. I never in a million years <laughs> I would see a wrestling match on ESPN. Like wrestling been they around got the for plug, 30, 40 bro. years. Right. They got the plug. What's <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know if I ain't. It's on y'all, man. If we, if we, I don't even know who to get an L to, but the uh, fact that rapping is on ESPN, if y'all want to vote for who, cool. If not, cool. We, we got, might as well debate who's number two. We got another. <laughs> Yo, Brian got that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's happening. Yo, Brian got to be up there. Like, that's a tag. Yeah. 
He just embarrassed him with that trade, bro. Oh, damn. And again, that shows you how bad Bill O'Brien is. To, yeah. to be in the same conversation as the coronavirus, who has it has just been. And for you to be in the same conversation as L of the Month, with coronavirus shows you how bad of a job that you're doing. Where, That's just me. Hold on, where, where is like Slim Thug and Paul Wall and Mike Jones had to pull up on this man? Like, how, how does he mess <laughs> up Houston like that? <laughs> I call out Slim Thug. Uh, I, hope, I, I hope they social distancing. <laughs> I know. There you go. Slim That's Paul the right Paul. answer. <laughs> That's the right answer, too. Hopefully social distancing. <laughs> well, the third place person would come in the form of a player we just mentioned, the Jamie Clowney. Um, he hasn't signed yet. He wanted twenty million. Just he hasn't signed yet. <laughs> I mean, do you do we want to give an L for somebody that's trying to get their work done? Yeah. <laughs> 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 he actually started like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. He'll be back in Seattle yeah. for like a one year deal. Right. Probably like yeah. eighteen million. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So CTSL will get that 20 million and it's been three weeks. Hey, if we get that 20 million, we we nominate you for April of the month. I'm saying 20. Nah, if it's 20, hey, nah, I'm telling you now. I, I bet. Uh, he ain't get, get 20. I'd be very surprised. He got signed a one year 22 mil. Watch. Ooh. No, I'm just, playing, I'm just, playing, I'm just Actually, I'm just if, we, if we were to add honorable mention, I think Stevich kind of um, he touched on it just a little bit. But if we, if we want to throw Donald Trump in there, I am totally okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all means, all Donald oh, Trump, man. Jerry Jones. Nope. Yeah, like he did. Kept on calling it the Chinese virus. That one crazy. <laughs> that one cool. Yeah, you know what? He he up there for me. He up there. <laughs> Anyway, we have three poll questions coming out this week to y'all, to the folks. For the month poll uh, between Bill O'Brien and coronavirus, uh, <laughs> uh, Cam James poll, and a free agency winner poll coming up this week for the Let's Be Real Twitter page. Nice week. Yeah. yeah. Then, with I got the last thoughts, what y'all was up to this week with the quarantine? Uh, work, work, and work. <laughs> so, thankfully, I'm still getting the paycheck. Right. I, I would definitely say, I'm still waiting on Yannick and Gakwe to be able. Right. Well, you've been watching <laughs> him for like three weeks. You've been watching him for three weeks. Things I'm looking forward to this week. Uh, of course, I'm working. Uh, my current employee has me very busy. Uh, the gender reveal is coming up on Saturday, so looking right. forward to that. Um, and then recruiting news: uh, big players around the country yeah. are deciding to. Um, they're going to be announcing where they're going to be playing college basketball at, and that and that leads to um, our special guest that we have on next week to talk Memphis recruiting. So that's what's on my agenda. Yes, shout out to our sponsor. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, I'll be shoot, just chilling, playing 2K. If y'all on the Xbox, y'all add me, kid, Flash 901. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we will be on it, man. And, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, I'll be going on Facebook Live, you know, with the DJ mixes. So if y'all just, you know, want to tune in, uh, Tevin McInnes on Facebook. I'm sure the homie Sharky will tag me. And, you know, hey, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, got I, hope y'all enjoy the vibes. I got a quick question, a quick idea before we get off of here. Um, just we don't have to do it next week. We can do it for a future episode. Uh, how'd you guys feel about doing a um, 
like a redraft of one of the NBA drafts. Basically, it's just Ooh. a C. And I got the perfect one to start with, 09. I think everybody's oh, – Is that the yeah. one with Hashim to beat? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. That's my guy, man. That's my guy, man. That's my guy, man. It'll just be, of course, it'll just be for the lottery. It won't be the whole draft. It'll just be the lottery. So, it'll be the top 14 picks. So, all of us will be general managers of whoever's picking, and you will have to choose who you would draft and pretty much why, and we just debate it. I mess with that. We need stuff to say for sure. All right. Good content. Good content. Yeah, I was about to say it ain't like that we got anything else to do. (laughs) 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 All right, man. It's been good. Like I said, I'll just be working the same thing this week. Uh, Be sure to check out my uh, latest blog about March Madness. Yes. Yes, sir. Recording podcast, despite no sports. So, uh, got a couple, still got a couple blogs coming out in the future. Yeah. Keep it rolling. See you then. Peace. Peace. Stay safe, y'all. Social distancing. Kendall's 30-minute pop ride. This should be fun. Okay, Peloton, who's ready to work? Here we go. Don't forget to breathe. Good idea. Get at home motivation. We are climbing through this chorus. Let's get it. Anytime you want it. Bump up that intensity. Give it all you have. I am. (laughs) You are unstoppable, Peloton fam. Try the Peloton app free for two months. New members only. Terms apply. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.